Welcome to the episode 4 of Empathy series, a weekly conversation about mental health and personal development. I am your host, Vipin Fargya. In today's conversation, we have with us Dr. Sagar, where we talk about Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. So let's get into it. Hi, Doctor. Uh, Hi. How are you? I am great. Good morning to you. Very good morning to it's you. It's 10 too. o'clock. It's our earliest podcast ever. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Next time we'll do it at 6 o'clock. <laughs> On a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. Good, yeah. good. Now you're becoming a professional. That means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk about ADHD. It's a word that has been going around at least uh, on our social medias a lot. And maybe uh, there's a lot of confusion as to how it is. Everyone is claiming the habit. You see on uh, TV series and they just throw the word ADHD very easily. Yeah. See, now first of all, ADHD, as the Mm. word suggests, is is, is what we say as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. The important word there being disorder. Mm. Everybody, everybody, including you, me, every person on the face of earth, once in a while can get a little hyper. Yeah. That is there in the definition. Mm. Everybody in the world can have a time wherein he is a little inattentive. Sure. But when it becomes too difficult to handle for that person Mm. or for other people or when there is socio-occupational impairment as in there is impairment in his daily life because of this inactivity sorry inattention or hyperactivity Hyperactivity. then we say that this problem is disordered now so it's a disorder so everybody can get a bout of inattention once Mm. in a while and everybody can get hyper once in a while that does not make them ADHD first second thing is now what is the threshold for us to identify whether when I am getting hyper am I having ADHD or not Hmm. now there are many criteria and there are many uh, you know what do you say many diagnostic criteria to Hmm. help you with it simply put for a layman if you think that you are getting very 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 impulsive let's Hmm. say you think of buying something and without going through three options you just buy it then and there let's say you have a 10 year old child Hmm. and he is not being able to sit in class as in the teacher is blasting at him the teacher is telling him be seated and in the middle of the lecture the interesting lecture the teacher is taking he just walks up and you know he tries to hit someone or he tries to fiddle with someone Hmm. that means his impulsivity is so much his hyperactivity is so much that he can't control it Hmm. and he does not understand the social setting that he's in yeah therefore he might have ADHD okay when the class gets over, if that child is playing around a little hmm. and is uh, not paying attention to what the teacher is saying after the class is getting over, that yeah. is not ADHD. Okay. So we should not over-diagnose ADHD. That hmm. is the first thing. We need to know exactly when is this person doing that. Let's say a child is standing in a queue, hmm. uh, the class assembly, hmm. and there he starts fidgeting around. Yeah. And even when the prayers are going on or the national anthem is going on and he's like tapping his feet or doing something... Mm. then it's ADHD. Otherwise not. One more thing that happens in ADHD is inattention. When we talk of inattention, it is you try to pay attention to something, but the natural default mode is such that your attention starts to shift onto something else. Mm. It can't stay at a specific thing for more than a while. Such people can be very intelligent. Such children mm. can be very intelligent. So the teacher will tell you, if, if you're the parent, the teacher will tell you that your kid is very bright. Yeah. But he does not pay attention. Mm. But he does not complete his homework. If he had a little more focus, he'd be much better. Mm. So the 
teacher will not say that he does not have any brains or he does not understand things he'll understand things but his concentration span is so less hmm. that he'll not complete his homework that he'll leave his class work midway hmm. that even in the exam he knows things he just won't be able to concentrate on the exam so in the middle of the exams he'll do something else hmm. that is when you should suspect that it could be a medical problem in the form of ADHD or it could just be plain what you call as ADD hmm. hyperactivity always is not there it okay. is sometimes attention uh, deficit disorder hmm. just the attention is not there the hyperactivity accompanying that is not there sometimes only the hyperactivity is there so uh, like you said so attention is like doesn't exist or is it in particular things like you're mentioning exams and it does not exist is not the correct terminology it mm. is very less in all aspects of your life oh so even if i like to play cricket even mm. if i like to watch pokemon even yeah. if i like to play pubg i won't be able to concentrate there oh. studies if you ask me and if you go to a school somebody mm. is not able to concentrate while they're studying every every second person will have it mm. So yeah, so you that's have to a see pattern yeah. that parents can recognize that there's that's so many things that he's not able yeah, to concentrate on. Now yeah, I should. Yeah, a person having ADHD will not hmm. be able to sit at one place at home hmm. or at school. Hmm. Some people are very obedient at school, but at home they are like all over the place. Yeah. So that is not ADHD. Yeah. ADHD is see, it's it's like a disease. Hmm. It's like a illness. Hmm. It's like like say let's say fever. Hmm. If you are going to get fever, you'll yeah. get it at home or, or school. school. it won't matter whether you are in school i won't get fever hmm. so it's similar it's an illness hmm. so anywhere you go it will manifest hmm. you are amongst 100 people it will manifest you are amongst you go to a movie theater still it will manifest yeah. you are at home doing things that you like still it will manifest hmm. you are eating the best food that your mom has prepared still it will manifest hmm. as in you will do 10 different things before you finish off yeah. that is when we diagnose it as adhd hmm. yeah so uh, since it's like it's a disorder there there'll be a big spectrum of things where like uh, you are diagnosed with ADHD but it does not affect your daily life so much or you are at the bad spectrum that where you can't function there is a spectrum definitely hmm. but only if it is affecting your socio occupational life it's affecting your daily life hmm. only then we put a label oh see it's not good to label anybody as adhd yeah. because then that label stays with you yeah it's it's not like a malaria label hmm. still our society says that if you can just can't label anybody as a having something of a mental health issue hmm. so adhd should be labeled hmm. only when you are very confident that all aspects of his life are getting compromised somewhere or the other okay so uh, what's the cause we can say how does it happen does it is is it aggravating because of the you know social media use or constant smartphone use it is aggravating but hmm. it is not caused by that hmm. it is generally what we would say a genetic illness hmm. as in if any of your parents or any of your close relatives as in close relatives of your parents have had it sometime hmm. then it runs in your families that okay. is number one reason hmm. you need to have some sort of genetic, genetic link otherwise it doesn't happen like okay. that second thing is yeah definitely smartphone usage hmm. increases it why because when you are on the smartphone you have 100 options at the tip of your finger yeah. so you just keep on scrolling from one video to the other hmm. so your attention span automatically you are reducing hmm. so it exacerbates the problem it doesn't hmm. cause it all yeah. right apart from that elderly pregnancies as in women who are getting pregnant after 30 35 the chances hmm. of ADHD in that are higher having oh. said that we still don't know a definitive cause a hmm. pinpoint cause that this happened in this lady and therefore the child has ADHD hmm. that is a crucial thing that we must note secondly it is again a 
imbalance of the front part of your brain which mm. is called as a prefrontal cortex mm. it's like there is a chemical locha in simple words yeah. certain chemicals are more and certain are less the balance goes mm. once the balance goes then it is a problem so as you said um, that attention is anyway we are being distracted so much so let's before talking about how to you know not cure but how to re- you know reduce the effects of adhd let's talk about in general how do you you know increase your attention span because there's just so many people you are constantly being bombarded with so many things on internet and you just can't stop using your phone constantly taking out your you have to you have to make a promise to yourself hmm. that there'll be a smartphone free time during my day okay. or i will use the smartphone only during this time you can't hmm. stop it but i'll use it two hours in the morning or two hours in the evening or wherever it is hmm. rest of the day you just can't use it okay otherwise no matter what you do hmm. it will increase one second thing that we need to understand in this is that adhd people because they're impulsive and hyperactive there's a lot of extra energy in them hmm. which needs to be channelized somewhere so that can be channelized very well with good physical activities like hmm. running like swimming like playing physical games hmm. so if they do that a lot hmm. then the amount of uh, disability caused by adhd can yeah. be perhaps reduced. reduced it won't go but it can be reduced hmm. third thing that we can do is people with adhd there should be taught the concept that hmm. if they are able to control their impulses hmm. as in if they can't stand in a line or they just blurt out their name or they just blurt out uh, they just walk out in the class and do things they want hmm. if they are given incentive that if hmm. you don't do this you will be rewarded hmm. then slowly they can work on it this is called as classic conditioning so you basically give them some incentive in a way you tell them that if you are able to control this mm. then you will get a chocolate after 5 times oh. of controlling it or you will get a prize after 10 times of mm. controlling it so you have to give them some incentive okay this is called as classic conditioning or you know this is basically you are rewarding them for mm. a positive behavior one more thing that you can do in this is you have to ensure that Uh, they have regular sleep patterns hmm. they have regular food patterns okay. the more regular it is again it ha- has been proven that it reduces the severity of adhd okay parents have to understand that the child is not doing this intentionally hmm. so bashing them won't What cause the anything it will increase hmm. so the parents have to understand that it is a problem and therefore learn mechanisms in which they have to deal with the child hmm. hitting the child won't work okay it just won't work so please you know all parents shouldn't do that hmm. second thing what you can do is you can also start off with medicines there are fantastic medicines available hmm. today to control adhd which kind of improve the imbalance that has happened at the brain level you can start off with those under the guidance of a psychiatrist okay yeah so uh, does learning disabilities come somewhere in this learning disabilities an entirely different entity hmm. yeah but many patients have an overlap of adhd and learning disability okay as in there is uh, still no specific study to show that mm. learning disability and adhd are somehow linked are somehow linked but yeah incidental findings are more as in if you have adhd the chance of learning disability incidentally have yeah. been more yeah there is yeah. no studies but the yeah it does exist it does exist definitely it does exist so as you mentioned that like, teachers are playing have to play a bigger part a bigger role in uh, finding out that if the child has mental illness but do you think teachers are like they are not educated. trained no no they are not trained in mm. that teachers uh, sadly are not trained in that even school counselors are trained just to diagnose ld 
Hmm. and you know do something about it nobody is trained in identifying mental health issues oh. not only adhd but depression childhood depression childhood anxiety hmm. childhood sleeplessness yeah. bullying things like that there's no proper training hmm. at least in majority of the paths hmm. uh, where we see uh, you know counselors so definitely there has to be specific training manuals for the teachers hmm. i think that will help in identifying adhd cases hmm. that will help in not misidentifying cases which are not adhd yeah. rather than just labeling anyone hmm. and people who require medical help can take that medical help and it really really changes their life yeah i think misidentify is something really more important because it if is. you label a child once they keep it with themselves for a long time it is it, it is. might affect their future it can affect their future hmm. they can uh, see themselves in very poor light hmm. so even if somebody has adhd it has to be broken to them in a very very non stigmatizing hmm. way it has to be told to them in a way that they feel it is just something transient and it will go off hmm. it's is as as trivial as a cough or cold that you have yeah yeah so like as you said that teacher should be trained and they should have training manuals so just by text it can be like reading tests and you can realize that if the you can like the training has to be in person okay there has to be some clinical judgment involved hmm. see you can do 100 tests but finally when you go to the doctor what do you rely on the doctor's judgment hmm. because that comes by experience hmm. so for that just reading textbooks and reading texts won't help hmm. there has to be face to face interaction there have to be live demonstrations hmm. for teachers only then they'll be able to be good uh, i would say uh, adhd identifying soldiers hmm. yeah but this is so many so the population of india at least we talk about at least india right now is so huge and there's so many government schools that nobody even talks about as such and they don't because they don't think it is very important yeah they'll you'll send your child to 10 different coaching classes but yeah. you won't send them to a shrink or to a counselor because you feel how can my child have that mm. wherein in fact just two to three sessions with a shrink with mm. a psychiatrist can make a huge difference yeah and 10 classes won't make a difference because you're not going to the core issue yeah so that has to change it is changing but we have to be more vocal about it like you guys are doing adhd is one of the most uh, common uh, or rampant mental illnesses in children from the age group of 3 to 11 and a lot of times it is misdiagnosed by the parents themselves as the child is distract easily distracted or inattentive uh i hope you guys learned a lot of things from this and will kind of reach out for help if they see the symptoms that we described in the podcast don't forget to share this with your friends and family and uh, leave a comment on the youtube channel thank you